You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyle. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Uh, Today, I'm doing something different, uh, something new, something that I've been wanting to do, and that is I'm I'm quickly approaching my third year having this podcast. And uh, there are a number of couples who I was fortunate enough to talk to uh, when I started doing this, and they've since evolved in the lifestyle. And I thought it would be really cool to kind of catch up with some of these couples and see where they are now, you know, kind of take stock of, of their dynamic and see, you know, if anything has changed with them. And I couldn't think of a better uh, couple to have back for the, my first time doing this than Ann and James. Won't you guys say hi? Hello. Hello. Well, as many of you know, Ann is, is, is kind of a, a regular in the podcast. She's been on a number of times in another different uh, capacities. So I'm definitely excited to see um, you know, how they're doing and what's going on and, and, and how they've grown. And one thing that I kind of wanted to start with was I recently heard an interview that you did with Venus. And when I interviewed you the first time, you were talking about how, as far as a bull was concerned, you were really trying to find that one special bull that kind of, I, I can't remember the phrase that you used, but it was like, oh. do you remember what it was? Well, Finding that kind of relationship of three. That's what it was, the relationship of three. Right. And I am, you know, I think when we first discovered cuckolding or the term and did a lot of our research and reading, it seemed like that was what we wanted and what I wanted. And what I found over the years is that it's really exciting for me to with different men and to be a slut and an empowered slut selective of course of course and but the relationship of three i still want that not in a in a singular state but i really want the men that i engage with to engage with james too so that james is always present not necessarily in the bedroom per se but he's always part of the dynamic so but having you know one particular man to call my bull um i just don't see that in the cards at least not in the near future yeah i think what you know looking back at that time uh, uh, we were pretty well kind of involved with the cuckold marriage uh, site and getting to know that and and when you look at that site you kind of realize that there is kind of a theme that is pushed more towards the relationship of three, you know, the singular, you know, three and the boyfriend type relationship and that we thought, well, you know, that sounds interesting. But the, the reality is, is Anne is a social butterfly and being a slut is the sexy side of being a social butterfly. And so you, you have to really go with where you really are as a person in your personality. And so, yeah, it, there's been a change in the sense that 
we went off on a direction thinking that was going to be a, a, a good thing for us, but you can't really change the personality and <laughs> yeah, for- variety is the spice of life right yeah. so so that brings up a, a question when you got to the point where you realized i guess where you kind of changed gears and you said you know what i'm actually enjoying being this sexual version of a social butterfly was it kind of like was it kind of freeing for you to know that you're not looking through guys through that lens necessarily anymore that you're just kind of living in the moment and enjoying what each guy brings to the table Right. I think it was freeing. And I honestly have to give credit to you, Michael, for opening me up my eyes to different sources for finding men, you know, black to white and um, listening to some of these other women on your site on some of your podcasts who, you know, identify as blood. And something about that really resonated with me. And, you know, the first time I really embraced that was like the first Thanksgiving after our interview went to LA we didn't have any family commitments and it's like you know what I'm gonna have Black Friday (laughs) and um you know we've gotten to know you know we've gotten to know you a little bit and through you have had met you know one particular uh goal but I used you know a couple of sites and met and had just a great weekend Mm -hmm. of variety and to this day i still stay in touch with these two men that you know helped make that black friday um truly fun so that was probably the first time it's like okay this is fun this is this is what it's about it's about uh building relationships with lots of men Mm -hmm. who you can trust count on when you have the opportunity yeah, I think it was it was a it was a very sexy time. It was also very enlightening to see and really embrace that this is what it's about for her. And you know, I'm 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 her champion. You know, and and it's like, you know, go for it. You know, keep doing it. And so, you know, since that time, uh, she's you know arranged other times with other men, groups or singly, but it's it's been you know, kind of exciting to see her growth and confidence in being a slut. Because it's not an easy term to identify with. Oh, no, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm doing all I can to to, to kind of change that narrative, but I I understand that it's still a struggle for for a lot of women. Yeah, and so through you, we really had a good discussion about that term and realized based upon her needs and what she really sees herself, you know, how she wants to interact with these men, that this is a positive thing for her. Mm-hmm. And so once you get past that threshold, things kind of fall in place a little easier. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been a great ride. You right. know? So, you know, I'm happy for her. So, Absolutely. So, James, let me ask you a question, you know, because, you know, obviously, you know, uh, husbands are constantly reaching out to me and, and that's a fantasy that a lot of men have is, not only do they want their wife to be a hot wife or to cuck them, but a lot of men also fantasize about their idea about the idea of their wife being a slut. In other words, her going out and going after what she wants and not, not holding back from it and being that, that sexual creature that has the ability to set her sights on someone and get them. 
you know, and to, to, to get what she, whatever it is she requires from that person. So what I would like to ask you is, you know, since she's kind of made this evolution, what is that like from your perspective? What is it like to be able to, you know, to kind of have that conversation with yourself where it's like, however long the time period is, but to be like, wow, this is her, you know, third guy in X number of weeks. Like, wow, she's, she's really going after it. Like how exciting is that for you to see her taking the reins like that? Well, it, it, it's really exciting. It's, you know, it provides me with the emotions that I like to have in our dynamic. But I, I have to be honest, too, that it's not like, you know, five years ago, this is the start of everything. Prior to that, in our swinging, she was pretty much, you know, into just men in the sense of, uh, you know, separating me from the, the, that part of it. And so it, it, it wasn't unusual, but it was what became great was the fact that she was identifying the empowerment that she could carry forward. And I, you know, and that empowerment not only translated to what she wanted with other men, but also translated to how she wanted to be as her husband and, and how to, she would like to cuckold me in that way. Mm-hmm. And so it was really pretty exciting. It has been great it has had you know no question as most cuckolds out there can identify there are emotional levels that you go through that can be a roller coaster sometimes but when it's all said that said and done i would i would not do it any other way and i'm you know very thankful that i have a wife that just is you know you know so sexy and but at the same time is you know i'm her number one Mm -hmm. as she tells me so yeah now you you said something that I want to touch on how has or if at all how has the way she chooses to cuckold you has that changed at all since she's veered down this other path or is it pretty much still the same or has anything been added to it uh, yeah I think um, the empowerment uh, is has become much stronger and so the things that have been added to I mean more recently as she's written, and talked about is that she owns my penis mm-hmm. and her dicklet, she calls it. She uh, exercises that control over me in more, uh, in a stronger way and in, in kind of different ways when we're being intimate. Uh, we still don't have sexual intercourse. That's not important. I mean, because we've identified the fact that our intimacy is so much greater than just that one particular act. And so, yeah, things have kind of evolved differently in the sense that she's kind of incorporated things. And some of this is just comes from her talking with other women and, you know, or listening to your podcast or you just gather information out there that, you know, that kind of goes like, yeah, that's, that, I, think I think I'll try that on James. Yeah, <laughs> like, kind of, like things are pretty organic, um, but it's, it's a way of us staying connected and, you know, it's just, we, we have fun, but it's not in a, but it's serious. Well, I mean, not, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, the, the intimacy has never changed. It's, it's obviously, well, I, I should qualify that. It has become more intimate, if you can believe that. And in this past year with the pandemic, it has been very important. <laughs> right. So, so you, you kind of, you know, you adapt to things like Dan saying there's, she calls it organic, uh, you know, I'm a little more different 
sense of, you know, just adaptation, you know, to the things that you know about each other, that those strengths are still there and they allow you to just kind of, you know, explore and, mm-hmm. and, you know, try things. That's always what our, our, our personalities about, you know, have been about since we've met each other. I mean, we've always been willing to explore and try different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I know another thing that, you know, because I, I, I do talk to you guys kind of off the record. And, and so I know, you know, different things that you've gone through. I know another one of the changes that has kind of come about since you were last on the podcast was you guys have made more friends that are actually in the lifestyle, you know, oh, for sure. how can yeah. you kind of talk a little bit about that and how that's kind of altered your perspective or changed it or enhanced well, it? Like what effect yeah. has having genuine friends that you can relate to, like, how has that affected you? Well, it's been so positive. Excuse me. It's been so positive um, to, you know, and because of, well, we met Scott and Kennedy before the pandemic, you know, thanks to you, you know, because of, you know, we're in similar locations and could get together with them. But just to have a couple that in person you could have drinks and talk and, so many um, things that we had in common, yet different, you know, so that's been wonderful. But we've also met, you know, other couples through you. And it's just been, I've been amazing. And through, you know, because of COVID, we've been able to actually connect, you know, through Zoom or, you know, FaceTime. For some of these couples, we've just been talking to on the phone, like NNJ, well, they're now you know, in Florida, but, um, you know, we were, she and I became good friends and we were texting one another and talked on the phone, but then we were finally able to, the four of us have a conversation. Um, and it was great. So, and then, you know, through Venus, we have been connecting with all these women and it's just amazing, um, to have all these people that, you can talk to about all these things um, because quite frankly, you know, we do have a couple of good friends that we met through swinging, who we've been pretty open with, but they don't really understand all the dynamics right, and the right. emotion and that sort of thing. So it's really, if anything, it's empowered us as a couple. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it's one thing when you start out as a couple and you're into a couple relationship, um, you feel more isolated. You, you know that's what you are, but you don't know how to exactly meet others. Uh, and your podcast launched a lot of that connection. And it's been really great to finally actually physically meet people mm-hmm. and then you you all share something and you know in common but you'd like can't think there's some differences too which makes it even more interesting because there's this knowledge game as i say from just knowing the, the differences and so it's you know it's been a wonderful thing the pandemic has in some ways been a positive in that way mm-hmm. i'm not sure if the pandemic wasn't there how much we would have been communicating with some with some of the people like we ended up doing, you know, whether it was through, you know, FaceTime or some other uh, Right. Uh, it, would have, it would have definitely been harder because people would have been doing things with their Fridays or Saturday nights. <laughs> right. right, exactly. And, and that's the thing is that you, you, you all realize that you, 
enjoy this. This is important in your life and your, your the dynamics of your relationship. And, but at the same time, it is something that you do yourself individually. And so the pandemic has been good to kind of break that, that cycle a little bit. And, uh, you know, Scott and Kennedy, they're just, they're just really dear friends. You know, it's just like, what a, what a meeting, you know, to, uh, meet them and, uh, kind of being around them through this past year as best as we could. And because we've learned a lot from them too. And, you know, we look forward to meeting others, you know, physically, you know, uh, we, you know, it's one thing to kind of look at the, uh, laptop and right. <laughs> but it's another when you actually can sit in a bar. And do it. Uh, right. So it's, it's been great. It's been, you know, when you started out in the thing, you didn't feel like, you know, you, you felt like you're more alone. Uh, and, but now it's, the reality is that, yeah, there's a community out there. And it's a great community of people too. I mean, that's one of the things that I always try to encourage couples to do because you, you, you see couples putting so much effort into finding bulls. You see so many husbands putting effort into finding bulls for their wives to play with. And I'm like, that's all well and good, but try to put some of that same effort into meeting other couples, you know, because it'll benefit you, you know, in the long run, you know, just having someone that you can talk to that identifies with you and you can identify with them, even if you can't meet face to face, just move it to a place where you're having actual conversations, whether that's through texting on your phone or like you guys said, FaceTime or, you know, Skype mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever. In other words, take that step to make it real. In other words, move beyond just, the, you know, DMing each other on Twitter or, or sending messages right. back and forth on Facebook, like take that next step, which is actually having a voice conversation because like you guys have discovered just having somebody that can be a sounding board, you know, just having somebody oh, sure. where you can talk about what you're thinking and what you're feeling and what you're doing and never feeling like you have to kind of stop and explain what that means or right. why you do that. You know, it's like they inherently right. get it, you know, so that right. frees you up to yeah. just talk about it and, like you said, you can learn things from them where they can talk about how they handled a similar situation and, you know, you can be there to, you know, to support each other. Cause like you said, even though, you know, there may be people who see this as falling, you know, under the swinging umbrella, I guess, technically uh, to me, it's a completely different lifestyle and it's primarily oh. be- because of the way that the husbands think, you know, uh, you know, in, in this segment of the lifestyle, it's all about you. As far as from a physical standpoint, right. the husband, they have no desire to meet or play with anybody. That, that's not what they want. Right. right. You know, and right. like one of the things I hear often from women in the wife sharing lifestyle, because I, I, I ask them all the same question, you know, does your husband play with other women? And they'll say, you know, a lot of times they'll say, well, no, it, it's, it's not really our thing. And I don't enjoy that as much as he enjoys seeing me. And then oftentimes they'll say, I know that sounds bad. And I have to tell him, like, no, actually, it doesn't. Like, it's very common over here. <laughs> you know, I know many couples where the wife is the only, even, you know, stag vixen couples where the, the wife is the only one who plays. And right. I think that it's great because the wives are able to be honest. You know, like I've met swinging couples where the husband plays and let's just say it's not the wife's favorite thing. You know, but she doesn't want to feel bad for stopping him when she's enjoying herself. So she kind of tolerates it, you know, mm-hmm. and and it can be uncomfortable at times. So 
I'm glad that you guys spoke on that because I want couples to hear it from a couple who actually did that, who got out there and, and met other couples and, and, you know, is, is talking about how, you know, how it's benefited them and enriched their own, you know, experience and journey and everything. So hopefully more couples will kind of, you know, take the lead that you set and we'll get out there and, and make an effort to meet other couples because I think that it's a, it, you know, I think it's really beneficial yeah. and really, and really yeah, helps I, out I, a lot. I, I agree. And, and, you know, I encourage everyone. The, the difficulty is, is that we all seem to be in different locations and, it, and that's kind of, you know, a, a challenge, but, you know, fortunately there, you know, there's probably someone near you. And if, if it is, it's worth, you know, the effort of everyone kind of. Well, well I will say this and you guys know, because you've been a part of some of the things that I've done. One of the things that the pandemic has shown us is it really isn't so bad to sit there in front of your camera and have a drink with somebody who's sitting there having a drink. Yeah. You know, like as long as you can see each other's face and you can see each other laughing and you can see, especially when it's a couple and you can kind of see them, you know, sitting close to each other and, you know, like, is it as good as being in person? Absolutely not. But it's also great in its own way, you know, because each person is in their own home, so they're comfortable. Right. You know. No, we definitely agree with you there. I mean, it's been been nice. Okay. Now to to kind of address the uh, the elephant in the in the room that we're all dealing with, which is COVID. Mm -hmm. How has this whole ordeal affected? the way you maneuver in the lifestyle? Cause I know some couples, they've really had to kind of not rediscover, but to kind of enhance what they get from each other because their access to bulls has declined. And in some cases, you know, we, we both know a couple where she hasn't played in almost a year, probably over a year now, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because of the pandemic. And, and so I'm just kind of curious and in, in how it, you know, it has impacted you guys. Well, I mean, I think it, it has impacted us. I mean, I definitely have gone through like emotional highs and lows where James has witnessed that. <laughs> um, I really made an effort to keep in track, to keep in touch with the men that I know, um, that I've met. And I've taken some calculated risks, not very many, but a few. Um, so I hasn't been like I've, been totally haven't had sex with any men, but a few select times. But regard, but besides that, you know, I've really gotten quite regularly. You know, I'm masturbating more. Um, James and I are talking a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not that our communication is bad. But, but you know, right, like right. taking taking selfies, feeling sexy. Like even if I'm just dressing up to take selfies, and James and I like enjoy the camera, and you know, doing things to you know enhance what we have and take, making the most of it. You know, trying to stay fit. You know, exercising and and doing things that make me feel good and. It, it seems to have helped. I know that, you know, there are things that I've enjoyed with James. You know, there are a few times I'm just so desperate that he had to, and I made him wear a strap on and fuck me just because <laughs> we needed, 
a body on top of me but it was with a dick that I could like enjoy uh, so that you know that's been necessary I've um, enjoyed pegging James once in a while but that's not because of the pandemic I've been doing that anyway yeah I think that's yeah more relative to your empowerment trying new things trying, <laughs> trying new things um, but it has been that I have made an effort to reach out to men that I enjoy and seeing if they'll reply back. And most of them have. And so that's what's great. You know, it's, sometimes it's like, well, I can wait for them to reach out to me. But you know what? I'm a social butterfly. I'm going to reach out to them. But if I don't hear from them, great. And if I do, great. And I'd say, for the most part, I've kept in touch with pretty much everyone. There's a couple that I have, I've lost contact with. But, um, who knows what's going on in their you just hope that everything's okay mm-hmm. and um i think we've done the best we mm-hmm. can i mean and, and we have we tried to make our life simple to begin with and so uh we've it was pretty easy for us to adapt to you know what the pandemic forced us all to do in terms of kind of you know staying safe and all not becoming a statistic mm-hmm. um and Anne has been wonderful she yeah, like she says she's had her up and down and Sometimes she can be real bitchy to me, you know, because of that. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we have this incredible dynamic in in itself that you could take and you could take cuckolding away, you could take swinging away, and all that, and it still exists. Mm-hmm. And there's this passion, and there's this, you know, this need for each other that you know will always be there. So that you know keeps it, you know, in a place that you know we can get through a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, and she's been great about, you know, like she's been saying about, you know, really staying in touch, you know, and, and you know, making the future, you know, hopefully soon, you know, it's going to be, you know, back on, you know, right. an exciting time. To get. And, and, I, and I've reached out to, you know, I've met through SEC and we're on another, while well, we were on another site, we kind of let our membership slap lifestyle lounge. You know, some of these older swing sites that we've been on forever. Um, you know, have met some new people um, that not necessarily, oh, I've met one person in person. That's when the rates, COVID rates were really low. We were down to like 2%. And it just was luck, I think. But anyway, connected with someone that I really enjoyed being with. But, um, you know, just because of schedules, can't get together with them all that often. But I've also met, I've made, friends, I guess, with a few that I look forward to meeting with in person. But it really does, it's interesting because some men are very patient and understand that, you know what, I want to have both both my vaccines. (laughs) I want you to have both your vaccines, you know, both of your shots or whatever system you're going with. And Mm -hmm. I want to feel totally safe. And if you can't respect that, then maybe you're not worth it. You know, so it's interesting how some are really, I totally understand, can't wait till we can get together. Others were like, oh, you mean I have to wait another month? <laughs> it's like, yes, like, you oh, do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it really it speaks a lot. In some ways, it's kind of slowed down the vetting process that she's had to then go through. And it really quickly identifies those that really are going to 
be the right fit for her and those that are not. Right. And she engagement is really important. And if they can't understand the circumstances and how she feels and all that, and they just want to, you know, fuck, well, I'm pretty certain that they just shot themselves in the foot and no. they're out of the picture. So uh, if you're going to connect with Anne, you're going to have to engage with her. Right. I mean, even if it's, even if you only fuck one time, right? You want to be able to have a conversation. Like you want to have a spark. As Kennedy says, you want, you want the person to make you laugh. Like, <laughs> I'm learning a lot from my friends and um, you know it's not only like what does their cost need to be big can they excite me like mm-hmm. text me and say I'm thinking about you like I don't like even if as little as that um, and sometimes it's, it's you know some of it's awkward like some people can't carry on a conversation over the phone <laughs> as much as others <laughs> You probably know that. I mean, you've talked to millions of people, but, um, you know, there's been some that the conversations have been awkward. It's like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to totally write this person off. Eventually, if, you, if they're patient, we'll get a drink or coffee or whatever and, and see. But it's those that aren't in a big hurry that are just are willing to take a gamble and let it stretch out a little bit, let the flirt. You know, mm-hmm. you know right, they rise to the top of the list. Rise, they rise <laughs> to the top. You know, like um, so. It's it's definitely interesting and fun, and we'll it, you know we'll see what happens in the next I don't know couple months or so. Yeah, we'll, you know, things are on a positive track. We hope, and yeah, you know, yeah. we're all definitely keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> oh God, that's no, for sure. Like, that's for sure. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to ask you guys is I, kn- I know um, from following you guys on Twitter that since that initial interview, you've become more active, you know, in the community, you know, speaking on different things, commenting on things, giving your side of, you know, the benefit of your own, own perspective. You know, I know that you still have your blog that you contribute to. How would you say you've evolved as far as the community itself at large is concerned like what are you seeing from the cuckolding community anything that that makes you feel good anything that you kind of see is oh i don't like that trend like what are your thoughts on what on the state of the the lifestyle Uh, all right i'm gonna say something real quick Mm -hmm. and so that everyone knows this i'm not involved with the twitter account and i'm not on social media you know i you know the less people know about me, the better I feel. So let's just get that out there right now. Okay? So she's she's the driver on this, and so she's going to answer all those questions. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I feel like um, whenever like post anything or tweet anything, you know, is relevant to what's going on with us. And James will spell check for me, mm-hmm. and he will. I'll write it out, and he'll look at it. So some, I keep her out of danger sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes we'll be having this conversation. They're having a conversation. It's like, well, somebody will say something. It's like, oh, that would make a great tweet. Oh, what was it? Damn it! Why didn't we? Rec- why didn't we start recording our conversations? So, um, I feel like those that really respect us and have gotten to know us really value it. And then you've got the same. You know, I don't. Twitter, you take it for a grain of salt. Like, it's, there are people who are real, mm-hmm. but then there are a lot of people who 
on it. Um, so I think that I've gained, you know, respect because I am who I am and I'm honest and I'm authentic and I don't try to be anything but who I am. So I feel like those that appreciate it, appreciate it. Yeah, I think, and she, she, she hit uh, the right tone in the sense that what is shared about us is, and this is something that has always been ingrained in us since, you know, 30 years ago when we first started swinging, whatever, is that it's authentic and it's something that relates to our relationship and our dynamic in a way that we want to share with others to, for lack of a better description, inspire them or, you know, make them understand that we're real and if they want to approach us, uh, then they're more than welcome to. Yeah. If they, you know, feel like that's something that's interesting. Well, and it's interesting, the blog, you know, Cuckold Marriage was a good way for us to document, you know, write our thoughts down. And after a couple of um, posts, the owner, the guy who runs the site, said, would you guys like to do it? I'd like to give you access to my WordPress and you can, you know, contribute whenever you want. And so instead of us like creating our own blog and WordPress account, we just use that. And I've recently, more recently, have had more positive, more positive comments from people, especially women. Mm-hmm. And even, um, you know, through Venus, we have a nice group of women that we, have kind of regular communication with and a lot of them have commented on you know our blog and my blog and even when James has he's written contributed a couple of them a lot of the men really appreciate what he's written and so that's really gratifying I mean when we set out we weren't setting out to you know save the world (laughs) you you weren't setting out to necessarily inspire people and and, uh, you know and yeah, but there's a little bit of titillation in there oh, because yeah. we're we're being true about it. But but our goal is not to titillate you so that you can wink off. It's more to understand that this is how our dynamic works. Mm-hmm. And but but understand that everybody is going to be different in how they do it. But there's some things here that you can probably you know relate to that can launch you. Right. You know, and, and so yeah, it's yeah. The, and then the last the the most recent one. I don't know if you've seen it or listened to it. I wrote it, and then it's like, you know, I'm going to record it. Like, why can't I just tell my blog? So mm-hmm. we posted it. It's just a record. It's a nine-minute recording of me reading the read what I read. What Which I, I think you'll find interesting, Michael, if you haven't listened to it. Yeah, so. Oh, I'm it glad. Was, I'll I definitely took, be listening to it this evening. <laughs> Only, it's only nine minutes. It shouldn't put you to sleep. <laughs> wink, wink. It, just, it might keep you up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's, yeah. So. You touched on something, that, and I, and I kind of want to get you to, to, to dig a little deeper into it because it's something that I experienced. And, you know, I, I, I started the podcast and, you know, people make comments and you get feedback and everything like that. And then you get that first email or that first lengthy message where someone tells you exactly 
how what you put out into the world helped them, you know, and they're very effusive in their praise and thankful that you were able to touch on something that resonated with them. And I know how it makes me feel like that. That's my fuel to keep going when things start to feel like a little too much or, you know, or whatever. And you get that message and it's someone who's really been touched by what you put out there. So I'm just kind of curious, what was that like for you? Cause I know you, you didn't set out to do that, but still nonetheless, you've had an impact on people and, and, and your words have affected people in a positive way. So I'm just kind of curious as to when you first started getting that kind of feedback, how it made you feel. I think it, it made us feel good. And it also gave us the drive to continue, you know, documenting our journey. It just made us want to keep sharing. And, you know, sometimes we get, you know, maybe we get comments, some posts, go over more pop, or more popular than others. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's great. It, it feels good. And again, it's something that, you know, if we can, if we can help one couple figure something out, you know, that's, that's great. And by learning from us. I mean, right, we, we're not trying to we're, create a classroom, you know, atmosphere. we're just, we're just being us and we're just, you know, sharing what we have when you get something like that that comes back it's it's encouraging first of all that someone's actually listening to (laughs) and secondly you know that yeah you know you can't have an effect in this community you know really is important because we need each other Mm -hmm. when it's all said and done Mm -hmm. we need each other and i think that um you know, recently we've gotten our hands received, you know, some really strong, you know, uh, messages from some other women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just it kind of blows you away a little bit, you know, that, you know, that something like that has happened in their lives that we kind of were involved in. It's, it's humbling, actually, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, but, that, that's uh, actually a word I, I use quite hum- often is it's, it's humbling, you know, because you mm-hmm. didn't think that you would have that type of impact. You know, or yeah, someone. We've, had, we've had a couple like rare instances where we've had some negative comments, like people just like questioning, and you're like, "Where? Like, why? Are, you obviously read this, yeah, and you're you know you write a novel to tell us why we shouldn't be doing what we're doing because of blah blah blah. And it's just like you will get those. <laughs> I mean, you you're you're a target in some ways. There's oh, no question about absolutely. it. Absolutely, you'll, you'll rare, get those you know, messages. <laughs> I've gotten you know, messages you know, that I'm contributing to the downfall of society. <laughs> you know, oh, it's, we're, we're probably. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, we we tend we we tend to kind of ignore them a little bit, or Anne does because. We don't want to incite something that is that takes the message away from us. And it just and, gets gets and, upsetting, and there's no reason to right. waste energy on that. Try to keep it fun. Yeah. So one question that I, I want to ask you before I, I, I let you guys get out of here, because um, I know my some of my listeners are probably curious, understanding about or hearing about Anne's particular evolution and and embracing her slut persona more. Uh, one of the things I'm curious about, have you noticed any difference 
in how you're able to enjoy the physical part of your encounters? Like, is it, does it feel any different now that you're kind of embracing this empowered feeling or is it the same as it was before? Oh, I think I'm enjoy sex so much more. Like I'm, what I'm really practicing on is just letting go and not having to control. Like I'm someone who's always had to control my orgasm. No, we need to be this way, that way. And I'm really, um, I think I just enjoy sex. I mean, I always have enjoyed it. I mean, I always loved it, but I feel like I'm more, I'm, it's kind of a, it's funny. It sounds a little contradictory. I feel like I'm more empowered and really engaging in the sex that I have, but I'm also learning to let go a little bit and just relax too. And so it's kind of a, it's been very interesting, particularly recently. She met a, a gentleman that was that's uh, taken her to a, a different level from my perspective, and it, it, it's about her letting someone take her. And I think that has been the biggest, you know, the more recently, thing that she has emotionally uh, been experiencing. And as a result, it comes back to me, you know, in the sense of how that affects me, which is an interesting conversation. And so it's it's been something that you can see definitely uh, that she is in a much different level than, you know, the original podcast years ago Mm -hmm. uh, and enjoying her sex. And for me, it's always been about her being happy and just, you know, being able to do what she feels freely and, you know, makes her liberated and, and join her sex. And so I, you know, I think if, if, if there's anything that should go out to the listeners is that as long as we've been doing this, there has never been a point at which we have said, this is where we need to stay. <laughs> no, it's not that way. You evolve and you grow and you learn. And it's always like that. And it should be like that. And Anne has come, you know, so far in, you know, the last few years about her sexual pleasure mm-hmm. and enjoying it. It's, it's just so thrilling for me when she shares it with me, whether it's by audio or more recently she's been doing, I've said it, the iPad for videos. It's, it's you know, just something that you, you look at and, you, you know, you, you kind of go, oh my God, this, this is her. This is how I know her. And now she's, you know, with these men. You know, well, they, well, they're, they're knowing def- her that way. Well, they're definitely people that you connect with better than others. And you can have, like, as this friend says, a sport fuck, you know, where you're just going to fuck, right? You don't get 20 minutes. You just want that thick energy. You just, you just want it. And there's something about And then there's others where the chemistry is so good, you, you can fuck for hours. You know, it just depends on the situation. So mm-hmm. um, I think. Yeah, I definitely, you know, know the difference, but that's why it's fun to be a slut because you you experience all sorts of things. Well, and all men are different. All men are different. And um, it, it just makes things more interesting. It will be, I felt like right before the lockdown, I was really hitting my stride. I mean, I was 
And I've got like, there's a couple of men that come out, they travel to Phoenix for work. And so, you know, between them coming out on a, you know, semi-regular basis and then meeting a couple locally and going to LA LA and like all these things, it was just like, wow, this is good. (laughs) Just stopped. (laughs) Just like, fuck. (laughs) But, um, you know, you've adapted. But I've adapted and but I also feel like I've learned I'm more selective too and gonna listen to signals about, you know, are you really into me or like what do you want out of this? Like Well, you're an emotional the emotion of that she she needs that emotion mixed in there with her stuff. Yeah, and I'm not it's just you want and emotion comes in many different ways. Like I think even told you, like my, you gotta like this fucking. Like you have to like them. Mm-hmm. That just makes it more fun. And if you can have a conversation outside of the bedroom, it makes sex that much more fun because you can talk and it's not just moaning and groaning. It's like it's fun to laugh and talk when you're fucking. Oh, absolutely. So. so um, you know, and then some men really gravitate toward, I don't push, you know, cuckolding and they really think of ways to include James, maybe not in the bedroom, but maybe outside of the bedroom or even just in conversation while you're fucking and it's recorded on audio. Like, there's just, um, yeah, there's different ways that I get included it's i'm not I, i've never been the person that's gonna sit in the corner and watch that just just doesn't seem right it's just not your cup of tea and it, and, and Anne doesn't need the distraction of me sitting in the corner and watching i mean it's she wants to engage with this man or men and she wants to have you know total pleasure and she knows that she will be sharing with me whatever happens at mm-hmm. some point and that's that's good for both of us. No, and it's not to say that I won't ever make you sit there and be uncomfortable. I'm making that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's love like, that. Love that. <laughs> but also, what I find is it's difficult to, you know, consistency and men and all that. It's not like I have a regular where, you know, it, that'll develop. It's, I have variety. So I think. Well, you have couple and that's yeah but i think like the term regular i don't yeah. <laughs> so, so boring like regular yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's regular what's right, regular right. about this? <laughs> let's go with consistent <laughs> yeah consistency i like that word yeah she has consistent some consistent guys <laughs> um one thing i'm curious about before i let you get out of here with this this evolution that you've gone on and it's no secret to anyone that slut is one of my favorite words, you know, so I'm right. tickled that you've ventured down this path because I, I think that it's a, a, a beautiful thing. So I'm curious with this discovery, has anything been added to your sexual bucket list? Well, I have been fucked by two black men, but that was before COVID. But um, I won it again. <laughs> and the, and a, the, 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 
um, not, not everyone I think identifies as a bull. Look, some men don't want that label, but they are definitely powerful in bed and have, you know, all the bravado and all the things I want. But he arranged, he invited a friend mm-hmm. um, and he did it on his own and that was just great. And so I really want to be with multiple black men. Good for you. Good Two or for three. You. <laughs> like quality over quantity. Right, right. And I'd like my bull or someone to be the primary and arrange it with people he knows. Um, I have talked to one who said, you know, I don't really like the gangbang thing unless I know the people there. Like, I know the guys. Like, there's has to be, can't just be like this random. Right. That's good. Chemistry. Chemistry. Amongst, so, amongst the men. so I really am I'm looking forward to that at some point. Um, I was really hoping to have that on my birthday last summer, but COVID blocked <laughs> that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. COVID has been the ultimate cock blocker. <laughs> so I never really, I never did celebrate that big birthday because I didn't get what I wanted. So I'm still holding on to the year before, but you know that's that's definitely on my bucket list. I'd love to do like an overnight. I think that'd be fun with the right person. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm just don't want to have too many expectations. I just want to enjoy what I can get and what each man brings. Yeah, you know, like things. I've learned to have. I've learned having expectations tends to play with your mind, and then you can get disappointed. And I don't know. I think it's better just to. Go with the flow, so to speak. Let yourself be perfect. Yeah, yeah, but (laughs) I can't just sit back and let it happen. I mean, I can't just wait for people to contact me. I got to stay on it. And then you're a social butterfly. Yeah. I have to make initiated. Well, I, I know personally that that's been a very big part of my own personal evolution in this is, like you said, not going into something with expectations and being able to just appreciate what makes each woman unique, what makes her special, you know, mm-hmm. what is it that I get from her, you know, whether it's physically, whether it's through her energy or, or what have you and being able to just enjoy that person as an individual instead of right. kind of having this expectation in your mind or kind of having this ideal that you, you know, this little box that you want everybody to fit in, because what I find personally when you do that is your experiences wind up becoming kind of repetitive because you're, you're kind of forcing everyone into the same general area instead of like you're doing now, just appreciating what each person brings individually. Right. You right. Yeah. I tend to agree with you. Right. Well, I, I definitely want to, want to thank you guys for, for kind of, bringing my listeners up to speed. Um, I, I mean, I love hearing, you know, stuff like this. Hopefully I'll be able to do it with more couples and kind of find out, you know, how they've progressed and how they've grown. And cause that's one of the things that's beautiful about this lifestyle. Like James just said, you don't get to a point where you just say, okay, this is our sweet spot. We're going to stay right here. You know, like some people do, but you're, you're almost shortchanging yourself by doing that because there's the landscape is so vast, you know, that, there are so many different, you know, areas that, that, that you can take it. And it's, it's great to see you guys kind of, you know, 
stretching your limbs and kind of dabbling into to other things and opening your mind up to new experiences and, and, and being strong enough to say, yeah, we were really convict, you know, convinced that we wanted that before, but fuck it, things change, <laughs> you know, and now we don't necessarily, you know, it's not a priority the way that it was. And I think right. it can really benefit people to, to hear you say that, you know what, you can change, you're allowed to change your mind. Right. Well, you're, you're allowed to build on top of what you started been building. Make, right. Yeah. You know, make it positive. Okay. So, yeah. No, you, you got, you guys are, you guys are awesome. And I'll definitely put a link to your, to your blog so that people can follow you and, and kind of, you know, uh, you know, learn more about you and, you know, see Anne's sexy uh, red bottoms on her Twitter. <laughs> and, and, and by yeah. red bottoms i mean shoes not her red ass and i don't yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. i like both but yeah those red shoes i like tyler was able to break them in and um they're they're very striking on the video they're, they're comfortable they're you know and they're comfortable really they're more comfortable than i thought um <laughs> well, it definitely sounds I, like you're enjoying them well I, yeah I am enjoying them, so thanks, James, for that. Very generous. <laughs> well, I saw the pictures, yeah. and they're they're extremely hot. So thank you, James. Um, no, but before I let you, before I let you guys get out of here, um, I just want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters. Um, you know, I, I make sure that I include this in everything that I record because you know you guys are that important to everything that I do. You know, I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for those people out there who you know, who believe in what I'm doing and want to see me continue what I'm doing. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you to, to everybody who's a Patreon supporter. And if you are not yet a Patreon supporter, like I always say, maybe this will be the episode that convinces you that you would like to be one because you would like to see me continue uh, doing what I'm doing. So Ann and James, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, you know, to come back on the show and kind of give us an update on, on, on where you guys are. And, you know, ho hopefully, you know, we'll be doing another one in a few years. <laughs> we'll be updating us again. Well, thank you, Michael, for inviting us. We really appreciate it. You know, oh, no, the, ple the, pleasure, the pleasure is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Michael. It's been fun uh, chatting, and we'll look forward to talking to you again. <laughs> all right. And on that note, to my listeners, I will see you when I see you. I am your host, Michael C., and this has been another installment of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Take care. Bye.